welcome back to Lemon and Lime, where we just talk about everything that we want to talk about. I like that. So, how you do? How you doing, dude? I'm doing great. I got one day left of school, and I'm ready to be out of here. Ooh, look at you! Look at you! You're about to graduate. How do you feel? I feel the same. Well, actually, there's two sides. So, so the first one is like, okay, I'm gonna be done with school, and I need to figure out the next step. And it feels kind of weird being done with school because you're like, okay, now it's like a whole part of my schedule that's just freeing up. And I don't really know what I'm going to do with it. But also, you do know what you're going to do with it, kind of, sort of. And it's also like, okay, I just spent like the last four or four and a half years for this piece of paper that I'm just like, okay, I'm, am I really like certified? Like, do I really know all this? Like, can I, does that mean I can do this accounting work? It's kind of weird. I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it's just kind of weird. It's very weird, yes. But I feel like you can just fake it till you make it at the end of the day. You don't really need that paper sometimes. You just need the experience of it. And school just is a way to give people experience. But the experience that it gives you isn't really the best. Like Not like hands-on work. For certain jobs, I mean, or industries, I guess you don't really need the paper. But what, what I'm trying to say is like, does that like, I have people asking me like, oh, like, does that mean you're, you're going to be like a certified accountant? Or like, are you an accountant now? I'm like, well, technically, I've already been doing accounting work. So does that make me an accountant? Or do I have to wait for the paper certified that says I, I got my bachelor's in accounting to, okay, now I'm an accountant. So it just feels like somebody like is planting that knowledge in my head. And oh, now you're a certified accountant before you weren't. I'm like, okay, but what like, what distinguishes that, you know? I feel like just it's you who distinguishes that you can make it whatever you want to be you can be an accountant without the paper and just be like oh i'm like a little low-key accountant but i'm an accountant because i know how to file all these papers other people who don't really know how accounting works yet who only did it in school they could be like i'm an accountant but i'm probably not really good because i just got out of school yeah i mean it's good we'll see we'll see how it goes i'm not tripping too much i'm just happy to be done with school so both of us have been off of social media for quite some time. Me, I'll go first. My reason was, it was pretty, it's pretty interesting, actually. When I tell people about it, I feel kind of dumb. As you know, I was like really big into social media, right? I realized, well, I didn't really realize how much time I was wasting on it till uh, one day I missed a class, right? And I had an exam in that class. And then the next day I'm going to the gym and I get a notification from my uh, chemist or student center or whatever. And it says, your exam has been graded. And I'm like, wait, hold on. What exam? And I open it up. I got a zero percent. I'm like, holy shit. And my grade dropped hella. And then I started I like feel, I started feeling in that class. Dude, that was like one of the worst workouts ever. Cause like, you're like, oh shit, I'm supposed to graduate this semester and I'm feeling this class. And then remember I hit you up that night. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hop off. It's just, it's a distraction. Yeah, I was like, I need to get my mind right. I need to get back in the game. Like, right, I need to try to get my grade up because like I can't I'm not trying to go to school for another semester. And it was an easy class. It was a journalism class. So I did I didn't go to the class because I was like, it's easy and I already know how to do everything. But I just missed the exam that day. Why do you miss the exam? I just told you because I skipped class. You skipped class because of social media? No, no, I skipped class because I was I was just busy with like my other job and everything. I had like deadlines to meet. So I was just like, okay, to meet this like deadline, I don't really got to go to class because this is easy as class. I can just teach myself everything. So I was doing that. Then I just missed class. And then in order to get my focus back on school for the remainder. So I was like, okay, I'm going to like hop off social media so I can just like focus everything on like strictly just school for the next eight to 10 weeks. And then once that's done, I can like do whatever I want again, you know? Since you stopped using social media. Around like six weeks. Oh, that's a while. Yeah or five or six weeks around that time. And uh, honestly, my focus has been so much better because uh, 
first of all, I sleep better. I don't know why, what? but I just I just sleep better and I sleep more. Where I was like getting like five hours of sleep, now I'm getting like you know like six hours, which is like all right. And then some nights I'm getting like seven to eight, which is pretty good. If I can get seven to eight hours, like I'm solid the whole day. And like I'm even at the point where it's like my caffeine intake is pretty low for like uh, like on like every day. Before it was like I was you know like eight hundred milligrams a thousand. Now it's like all I need, all I do is like one coffee a day. It's like three hundred. Uh, you know, I'm in that in that range, three hundred to five hundred, um, which is pretty good. Like, I mean, caffeine's not like bad for you unless you have it like so much. And I was like, I was having so much of it where it was like it was destroying my, I don't know, my my brain or some my system, some whatever you want to call it. Because I would drink like a shit ton of coffee and then I would like be able to sleep right after, like literally right away. I would drink a nitro, like a nitro cold brew, and I would be able to fall asleep like right when I get home. And I was like, something's not right. Like, there's no way I can drink a nitro and go to sleep right after for, like, four hours. Honestly, that sounds a lot like me at my peak of caffeine intake. I would be drinking my pre-workouts with about 300 or 400 milligrams of caffeine because I would sometimes up the dosage because I wouldn't feel it. And then on top of that, I would take some coffee beforehand, like, to wake up or go to work or go to school. And I was, like, 300 or 400 sometimes. So I would be up and like the thousands already before before even midday and it wasn't really a good thing and it really did feel like it was just making me more bloated sometimes too i just felt like bigger oh i I don't know caffeine well i mean pre-workout could be different because it has a bunch of other shit in it too but when i was uh so i had the flu for like a week when i was sick for that uh one week or two week period i didn't have no caffeine at all like zero uh like no caffeine at all and i think it it really benefited me because like now there's days like if like I said, if I get like seven to eight hours of sleep, I'll just skip out on it. But then, but then again, also at the same time, like I know a lot of people, like myself included, I just like the taste of coffee, so I'll drink it sometimes just because I like the taste of it. I mean, I guess I could get away with like drinking decaf, but then that's just like, okay, there's like, if I'm gonna drink it, might as well benefit from the caffeine, and like it suppresses appetite, so it's like a good thing. And, you oh, know, it does. Yes. Huh. I sometimes forget about that. No, oh, caffeine's a really, uh, it's like a really useful drug that's legal, you know? So huh. you can use as much of it. It's very powerful. Have you heard of ashwagandha? Ashwagandha. Yes. Is that, is like the root or like the... The root plant supplement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you what ever used it? it? Huh? Have you ever used it? No. I used, uh, I used beetroot, but it did like to... So when I was coming off pre-workout, I tried to use beetroot, but two things. First of all, that's just nasty as hell. Second of all, it gave me diarrhea, so I stopped using it. Yeah, I was like, nah, I'm not using it. And, but that's uh, what beets do, though. Beets are normally just super fiber-heavy, right? But they do just go through your uh, entire digestive system easily. I, I think they just clean out your system. I don't think they're fiber-heavy. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But anyways, know. yeah, so like, and second of all, well, maybe it could be like I didn't get the right beetroot powder because I got it off Amazon. I got the best rated one, but obviously, you know, I don't know if I, you can trust like supplements on Amazon because at the end of the day, it's a business and people sell like watered down products. But I'm not. Yeah, like I said, I'm not sure if I bought the right one. I don't know if there's a better product out there. So it could be because of that. But for me, it did not work. Like people like were swearing, oh, it gives you the best pumps ever in the gym. Like, I mean, it didn't really give me a pump like. I think pre-workout is like the king of all pumps at the end of the day. But even that, like, I don't take anymore. I mean, 
I don't even I don't even know if I get a pump anymore because I like most of the time I just work out with the hoodie on. I'm like covered up now, so it's like I don't know. I just work out. Yeah, you're always covered up. I always see you at the gym just with a hoodie, yeah. just quiet and your headphones, yes. and that's it. You're not showing off anything else anymore, bro. What happened to you? What happened? I don't know. I just like so. I, so I had this shift recently. Well, not recently. In the past year, before I used to buy a lot of gym clothes, and like I like my whole thing was like I want to look good in the gym. I can if I look good in the gym, I work out harder and all that bullshit, right? And now it's just like I want to like just freaking go in the gym and just work, just like give it my all. And I don't care what I look like. I don't care what I'm wearing. And that's like that's like my construction place. That's where I'm building. Like, I don't care what I look like. I don't care what I'm wearing. I just, I don't. I just want to build there. And then outside of the gym, that's like, okay, I can, you know, I can look better outside of the gym. I don't really care. I feel like me and you are in the opposite mentalities for the gym now. Yeah, because you're a beginner. That's why. Yeah, I feel like I just low key followed the path that you paved for me, and you were showing me everything starting off, like cutting weight, losing weight, recomping. And right now for clothes and gym clothes, I've actually been like really into gym clothes and I've been wanting to buy some, but I've seen the prices. And let me tell you, I'm not spending 35 to $40 on a pair of shorts, bro. Nah, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's ridiculous. But at the same time, it's like when you wear something like that, I mean, it just makes you look better. Cause keep in mind, those clothes are like, uh, what Built do you call to stand highlight, the gym highlight, lifestyle. Like your physique, yeah, highlight your physique, like. There's certain shirts that I have, I mean, you know, it's just tapered to make you look skinnier or make you look like you have that V taper is, you know, they're tight around your shoulder, all that bullshit, you know, so it's just like, I guess it does work. It boosts like your self-esteem and makes you look better, makes you work out harder and all that. But then like right now, like, I don't really like care for all that. Like at the end of the day, I just want to be healthy and I want to look good. And I feel like I'm at a point where I'm happy with the way I look. And I mean, obviously it could always be better, but like. I feel like I'm pretty like happy with the way I look, you know. That's good. That's good. That's always something people struggle at, especially when they work out a lot. Like me personally, yeah. I'm not, I'm not satisfied yet. I have so much to go still. I'm still yeah. at 186. But you, but you look good. I, I've seen you in the gym a few times. You're, you're getting leaner, and you know, you know, you're you're getting more toned, so you look good. I gotta just um, keep it up, bro. I gotta keep it up. Yeah, and also like the biggest part is realizing that, well, for me at least, realizing that it's. It's like a lifetime thing. Like if you really wanna, if you're really about it and you really want to do it uh, for a lifetime, then that's all that matters, right? Um, let's see, what's John Cena? You know, do you know John Cena? Everyone knows John Cena, bro. It's John Cena. Yeah. So in one of his interviews, I was watching. He was like, uh, most people work out for uh, you know, like six months or like a span of a year, and then he tells the interviewer, "I've been at this shit every day for like twenty years." that's like that's the reason i look like this obviously he might be taking you know he's on other stuff too like peds and everything but that's okay like everybody's on that but the point is like not everyone's on that let me just say that not everyone's on that no i mean he's not like on the hardcore stuff he's like on the you know testosterone replacement and everything everybody's on that like everybody who's into like fitness at an older age like 40s and 50s most of them are taking it like joe rogan and dana white they take all that stuff um that that's like I don't want to say it's normal, but like from in the fitness industry or like if you work out or if you're an athlete, it's pretty normal. Like, yeah, it's getting pretty normalized yeah, by the industry, especially if you reach old age, right? Yes. Like, I mean, Jeff Bezos hopped on it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I think he needed it. Have you have you seen pictures of him before 
Yeah, have you seen him now? He looks like he looks jacked. Yeah, he looks like he could be like the main villain of a yeah, exactly uh, a movie. So I mean, I don't think it's like a bad. I think I actually think it's a smart decision if you hop on it because like if you if you can take something and if if you can afford it, if you can take like a drug that makes you feel younger and makes you feel better, makes you feel more happier and more content, why wouldn't you? Like it just makes no sense, you know. Like why would yeah. why wouldn't you want to be fifty years old and feel like you're thirty thirty five? Why wouldn't you want to do that? I don't get it. Hey, who, who knows, bro? I don't get it either. Yeah, I mean, but but I don't know how expensive it is. But like people say, it's expensive. That's one of the reasons they don't hop on it. But anyways, let's hop back into this. So you tell me your story. How long have you been off social media, and why Ooh. why did you do that? I know you've been on and off. You come you come back, and then you go like. You're here for like two days and then you leave and you're like, ah, oh, it's not for me. And then you, you download it again and then you're like, nah, it's not for me. Yeah, my uh, my experience for social media, bro, the reason I just always, or starting like this year, I've been trying to be very less consistent with it is because I really don't like how much time it would take away from me from my day. It would just be like in front of me and I would just not get anything done, dude. I remember a day I just spent eight hours on TikTok because I had the day off and nothing to do. And I thought I was being super productive because I, I just kept falling into TikTok rabbit holes, right? And I was like, ooh, look, a cooking, a cooking TikTok channel. So I was just there looking at these recipes, saving a few videos here and there for like future recipes. And mind you, I don't really use those, res- those recipes in day to day. So it's just kind of like a waste of yeah. time, I mean, to be honest, but because like- I don't really remember most of the TikToks I've seen. And the same thing is true for Instagram now because I did delete TikTok when that happened and I was like oh I'm off TikTok great but Instagram reels pulled me back in so I just fall back into the same thing but in Instagram for me it was a little bit different I was into all that motivation uh, and all those fitness reels so it would get me pumped for a little bit but then I would quickly lose motivation and then those days I would feel like not going to the gym because I just got a huge wave of dopamine and hype from just the reels and I didn't really like that for me. Yeah, we call that mental masturbation. <laughs> is that really? Yes, it's it's like a it's like a real term because what it's like is like once you're engaged in an activity that makes you feel a certain type of way, you feel like you're actually feeling that way. So, like for example, when you watch motivational videos or like TikToks, you feel like oh, like you know, I'm motivated, like I'm really gonna do this. But as soon as you turn that off, what happens? Uh, you're gonna go uh, grab a slice of cheesecake. You're gonna go back to your old habits, basically. You're not gonna. And go then you lose all motivation. You lose all the motivation. It's like like one day you'll be on TikTok. You'll be like, okay, I'm motivated. Uh, but as soon as you turn that off, you know what? I'm not. I'm actually gonna start the gym tomorrow morning. I'm not gonna start it tonight. Like I'm gonna start a fresh fresh slate tomorrow. Like why not just start tonight? Weren't you just motivated like ten minutes ago? So yeah, that's that's why. But I agree with you. TikTok is horrible. As much as like I, like I love it, it's horrible. Because, like, their algorithm is so good, it just, like, sucks you in. Like, a video after video after video, it's like, okay, I'm really interested in this. I'm really interested in this. I'm really interested. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, like you said, you just go down You just go down this rabbit hole. And then you find a profile that you like, and then you click on it once. And then it's going to start showing you, like, 10 or 20 other profiles that make the same sort of content. And now you're, like engaged in that too so yeah like it's just a lot of time sucked into it yeah not even with that too it also gives you like super localized recommendations because i keep just getting or i used to get things that were super local to sacramento and i was like what the heck because i did my best to just make it myself or 
the feed that I wanted to because my ideal feed, it included lots of gym motivation and gym workouts and routines, but I kept just seeing things from like Sacramento. I would see uh, memes from Sacramento or I would see people from Sacramento and I was like, I don't want to see this because when I'm on social media, all I wanted was like my personal curated feed without any other like crazy things like that but it was really hard to get away from and it's kind of it is kind of scary but it's kind of just annoying overall because they're just trying to market more towards you and the best way to do that is take all your information and just send it to you and see what sticks it's like it's honestly like a drug if you think about it it probably lights up the same things temporarily like a very bad drug does okay we're gonna come back to that but uh like you said you can uh you can curate your uh, feed. So it's like, for me, like, I want to be honest, like, I, like, every time I would see a video, like, an OnlyFans girl, or, like, a thirst trap, I would, like, I literally hit not interested, and it was, like, the best thing ever, because I wouldn't ever get that video again, or, like, any sort of that video ever again. And I would only get, like, literally what I'm interested in. But back to your point, I was seeing, uh, I was watching a Joe, Joe Rogan uh, interview, and he was, he was reading the TikTok's uh, privacy policy. I didn't look into it myself. But he read it and like it was it was crazy. So basically, they have information like from your whole phone, like literally everything: your microphone, your swipe gestures, your contacts, your photos, your uh, oh, your, your the the files that you have on your phone, all your apps and the activity on those apps, and then whatever you type on the keyboard in those apps. It's just it's just crazy. It's ridiculous. So they have all this information. And then we're over here wondering why their algorithm is so good. It's so good because it's literally tracking everything you're doing, you know? So it's, it's, it's only going to give you the, recommend, the recommendations you like, obviously. And that's what makes it really hard to get away from it. But that's really the reason I'm so happy I got rid of it because now I don't have to worry about that. So every time I hear about anything about TikTok or Instagram, I'm just like, oh, that was like a few months ago for me. I don't care about that anymore. Also, I, I already know my answer on this and we'll go over it, but... What do you think about uh, with this new form of content, with this short form, how do you think that's going to affect or how do you think it has already affected everybody's focus? Because have you ever watched or have you ever sat next to somebody who's scrolling TikTok or Instagram Reels or YouTube Shorts and they have the they don't have any headphones on, they just have the volume? Because like I know I, I do it a lot of like around my sister and my dad, my, he just got into TikTok recently. But any, anyways, have you ever like sat next to someone who scrolls through that? It's just like, uh, a video plays and they don't like it skip 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 you see how many like they don't even let like literally one or two seconds of their video play and then they skip like that just messes up your focus so much like like i was just people i knew too because for me for me i thought that was just people i know that do that because i always i always watch every video at least five seconds of it until but i'm still, interested in it nothing. like if you really Most think videos about- are like less than 10 seconds sometimes I mean, I uh, I don't know, I guess, but like literally five, I mean, I guess five seconds. I mean, if a video is 10 seconds, I guess, but like, like, like the first few seconds, like, is it deciding, like, if you, if you're a content creator, if you don't have anything in the first few seconds that hooks it, you're literally like lost. So yeah, but have you ever seen a Mr. Beast uh, video or TikTok broken down? He has about four or five different ways to engage on the video with your eyes within the first few like frames. It's crazy how Mr. Beast is different. He has a lot of like frame shifts, like you said. Yeah, exactly. And uh, use different angles. That obviously helps. And then like 
the his uh titles are like oh i give a uh, hundred thousand dollars to this this person and that's like very engaging okay oh a hundred thousand dollars somebody won a hundred thousand dollars so it automatically engages the viewer but like like i said he has a whole team and everything and there's obviously a lot of tactics behind this but like my main thing is like just the focus part of it like we're losing focus and like we're not let me tell i don't think we're losing focus i think the focus is the same still because in the early days of instagram i remember people even today to be honest people don't engage in other people's posts besides looking at it for a split second double tapping it swiping to the next post looking at it double tap next double tap next double tap next that's how it was before but with pictures i feel like the only different thing that we had like it was youtube where people would create longer form of engagement yeah but like now it's okay if i don't like something in the first two or three seconds you really think that doesn't like translate into other areas of your life like if i don't like anything for like the first two or three seconds i'm not gonna like it or I don't know. I just feel like we're going to, like, everybody's going to get accustomed to that or has get accustomed to that. But I don't know. Um, I feel like it, at the end of the day, it's going to be human nature that takes over. Like, if TikTok dies in a few years, like, I feel like it might if it doesn't evolve, like, all those social media platforms. It, it might get bad, actually. It, y'all keep saying that, but y'all keep saying that. No, you, you never know. I mean, but yeah. Go ahead. It's human nature at the end of the day because if you, the picture I'm trying to paint is if you think about DVDs, people wouldn't really want to engage with most DVDs in a DVD store because the cover doesn't grab their attention. At the end of the day, TikTok is just in my head. I think of TikTok profiles, TikTok videos as little banners and billboards that try to catch people's attention as they're driving on a freeway. Like every second you're going to be bombarded with billboards like, hey, buy this new thing or come to this channel or do this, watch this. But because there's so much, there's so many different ways of people marketing towards them. It's like after a while, you're after a while, you're going to be overwhelmed and you're just going to soon you're going to tune them all out and you're not going to care what you see or what you get. It's just going to be another thing that you have to do like, oh, I haven't been on TikTok today. Let me go on TikTok for like a few seconds. And then the seconds turn into hours because you're just trying to find like the perfect hit of dopamine from like a video you kind of chuckle at or you think is interesting. So, yeah, I understand your point. It's like driving on the freeway and you see one billboard and then, you know, then the next billboard is obviously some distance away uh, versus you driving on the freeway and then there's a billboard every 10 yards. You're like, okay, way too much information for me. Like your brain can't handle all that. And your brain just tunes it out. It once it recognizes like, oh, there's gonna be a pattern. Oh, there's gonna be a pattern. It is kind of what people are doing when they're on TikTok. Like, oh, look at this video. Not interesting. Cool. Not different. Not new. Not interesting. Not different. Not new. Until they find something else. Like, oh, look at this cool billboard. Cool. That's a cool billboard. Next. Until yeah. they waste hours. All right. So let's go over. Uh, let's go over benefits. Has it helped you? Um, are you happier? Are you more focused? Like how how does it overall last last thoughts last thoughts? I feel like for me, social media once I left it because I do occasionally revisit it because someone need, tells me like, oh look at this meme or this video I sent you. So every time I go back on it, I feel a sense of dread walking back into Instagram to redownload it because life without Instagram for me has been very just more productive, more like 
focused on everyday things like, oh, sure, I have to do my uh, my everyday tasks like cleaning the bed, making the bed, cleaning the room, making my food, going to and from work or the gym. But because I don't have my phone on me, everything I do feels a lot more engaging and more fulfilling. Like even getting gas, it doesn't seem like a hassle. It's just like, oh, I get to go get gas today. That's like a change from my everyday life instead of like dopamine cleanse. Yes, like a dopamine cleanse. Exactly. Like I get a lot more happiness out of everyday things because my dopamine baseline is most likely a lot more lower than it was when I had social media. I agree. But for benefits too, I feel like I got a lot more time management because I'm able to be like, oh, sweet, I have an extra hour or two. How can I spend them? And the way I've been spending personally, I've been getting back into playing video games which is kind of itself kind of bad, but the way I play video games is not focused on the game, just more focused on the socializing aspect. Because at the end of the day, I am a homebody. I like being home. I don't like really leaving or just socializing out in person. So video games give me an outlet to just be social without wasting too much social battery. Now you're on a different on a video games. You literally just- It's different though, it's different. Because it's not like, oh, look at my content that I can make you and sell you an item or catch your attention to join someone's fucking uh, group on Instagram. It's like more personal. You're telling me me personal relations like between one or two groups is a lot is the same as following 3000 people and just double tapping stories all day. No, it's just it's just weird because there's like when you're playing a video game, obviously, there's so many layers to it. Yes, that... I'm not playing the video game to play the video game. Half This is what I do on video games. I go around in circles and just walk. I don't really play it to play. I just play to be in the social, in the social, not network. I play to be in the social mindset. If you want, if you really want to so make good use of your when time. When I play with groups, I'm just like talking about them, talking about my day, like socializing one-on-one, but using video games as a medium. Okay, but if you really want to like, use make good use of that time don't you think it's probably better if you turn off the video game and then work on uh something that will like actually benefit you like 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 a video game like i mean correct me if i'm wrong how's it really benefiting you i don't think it's really benefiting you okay but the same thing could be said with anything that you do i don't see how i don't fucking know anything could be said with that it's just another form of socializing i don't socialize in person anymore so i just go on video games to socialize so you're telling me don't socialize do something else just focus I'm not on saying, work I'm not, I'm not at the end that. of the day that's, just saying, like... that's what exactly because i just told you i'm a homebody i use video games as my medium to talk to people if i get rid of video games i have no social life i am at home doing well, why do you think you need a social life i don't everyone needs a social life you're a social creature that's the same reason like you need to i can't why can't you go out in public and talk to people? You've been doing that for the past two years. Exactly. I've been doing it for that that for the past two years, but that's not me. I don't like doing that. All right. Anyways, let's get back into it. What do we what do you uh what do you miss and uh what what don't you miss about uh being in all this social media? Or deleting all your apps or deleting all logging out. What do you miss and what we, what you don't miss? If there's nothing then you don't have to say it. I kinda miss just seeing what people do randomly like seeing what random errands they do or what things that they put on a pedestal for that day. But besides that, besides keeping up with people, I don't really miss it. The entertainment I was getting from social media, such as Instagram or TikTok, it wasn't really that engaging for me. It's the same reason I deleted Twitter 
the the post or the feed I was getting that I made myself bored me after a while because it wasn't really just engaging to like what I think is my true self, like things I truly like to do. After a while, I started like uh, self-sabotaging the feed for myself to give me things I don't really like to make the deleting a lot easier. I started liking uh, things about not real estate. I kind of like real estate, but about cooking, about books. And after a while, I was like, I'm getting too much book TikTok or too much book Instagram, too much self-motivation Instagram. And after I was like, this is repetitive. And I'm happy I did this a while ago because now I don't like this at all. So deleting the app was a lot easier. But I do miss the personal curated feeds because I do want to get a little bit more entertainment out of my day, but it's okay because I can just get it from reading or doing anything else that's more productive. How about you? Do you miss anything from social media? Just the fact that like, like I said, uh, I don't know if I already said this, but sometimes you feel like you're out of touch with everything that's going on. And since everything is like, since social media is like the outlet for everything that we do, like basically, sometimes you do feel like you're out of touch with everything. Like sometimes I'll talk to people and be like, oh yeah, I had no idea that was happening. But, um, I mean, it could go both ways. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. So, I mean, I'm not really going to choose a side. I don't really necessarily miss anything. But like you said, it could be like, you know, just like, oh, like see what your friends and like what your peers are up to. But then again, at the same time, I don't really want to see them being up to the same thing. Like, I I basically like, I don't know. I don't want to be an asshole. But like, if I like only like try to follow people or like, um, like I feel like if you're doing something that's like beno- like that just benefits you, cause like, you know, like if you're on like the same shit that I'm on, like working out, making like just focusing on yourself, like self improvement and everything, like that's what I like and that's just who I am. But if you're like, uh, if you're just like you know partying and drinking and that's all you do, I mean it's cool like once in a while, it's it's like cool. But like if you're doing like every week, like what are you celebrating? Like, okay, like I don't get it. But um, yeah. And, uh, okay, what I don't miss is, like, having to open it all the time. So, uh, like, for example, when I go out with friends, I'm like, oh, I can just, like, enjoy my time, right? I don't have to, like, really post about anything. But before, I was like, oh, I got to post about this. Like, I don't know why in the back of my head. It's just like, oh, I got to post about this. Oh, I'm, like, I'm eating a cool meal. I got to post about this. Oh, I'm doing this cool activity. Like, I got to post about this. So, uh, basically being more in the moment and, like, enjoying the moment instead of, like, recording it. Uh, so I, I mean, I guess I like that part of it. Uh, and then, uh, let's see. So that kind of like segues into our next topic, which is going to be. Wait, so you're telling me you didn't like recording things that go on in your everyday life. So I think that's where we differ for me. I kind of like just, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Look at this because it's like, you're living through someone else's life for just a few seconds for just a few moments, which is why I kind of liked or kind of miss seeing people's posts on instagram like hey what is uh what's adam doing today oh shit adam's on a festival oh damn that festival exists i didn't know about it that's pretty cool but i do know what you mean about this they're doing the same thing over and over again like oh shit he's just at the gym again yeah. whatever he's at the gym every day exactly so it's like oh, i'm gonna do the same thing every day i'm at the gym oh okay I'm, you're at the gym every day i'm at work oh he's at work every day so it's like that aspect of it it's like okay i mean i don't like it's 
it's kind of too repetitive, you know. To well, to some people that actually benefits them. Like other people view your story. I do have some people that, you know, like younger people, like you know, high schoolers. They'll be like, okay, that's like very inspirational because like, I don't know why, but it just helps them because like, okay, that means like he's on top of his shit. I gotta be on top of my shit too. So in that sense, it helps some people. Like I know I look up to some people in a, in the space like that. So it's like, even though they post the same thing every day. I'd be like, oh, he's he's trading stocks again this morning. Like, I gotta be more sharper on, with my shit. Like, I just missed yesterday. I gotta like be on every single day, like he is. Yeah. Oh, he he's at the gym right after the market closes. Oh, I gotta do that too. Like, you know, just small small things like that. Make sure like, basically, iron sharpens iron, right? So it's like, you see other people, do, even though they're doing the same thing every day, it's just a reminder that like, you get up, like get off your ass, go do this, like go do the thing that you like doing. Um, oh, so yeah, with that part. That I feel it's more of intention behind your posts. Is your post just like, hey, look, I'm at work or hey, look, I'm at work again and I'm not skipping. I'm focused and I'm steadily grinding. I'm focusing on my goals and you should, too, because those are the same posts, but with two different mindsets of posting them and probably two different ways that they've been framed. I think I think you should approach it with the with the attention of just documenting your life because if you remember like how we used to like record gym oh you basically recorded like gym videos for me back in like 2019 i did and i look back at it i'm like dude i thought like i was this shit back then and i look like much like the i look much better now like even though i like i weigh the same so it's basically like a you're just documenting like your your life basically and it's pretty cool like like we live in a time and age where it's possible like i don't get why you wouldn't do that like one of the guys I follow, you you know him too, Gerald Peters. He said he usually says like a life worth living is a life worth documenting. Like imagine like like imagine growing up and like not showing your kids what you went through, not showing your kids what you did. Like I don't get why people like hate on that so much. Like what's yeah, what's wrong with it? Yeah, I record myself. Like don't you want to show your kids, your grandkids, like what you did? Like we live in a time and age where it's possible, dude. Kanye made a whole documentary before this shit was even pop- popping off. He had a guy walking around with a camera, walking around with him everywhere he went, everything he did with a with a with a old like camcorder. You remember those old like handheld camcorders that where you? Oh yes, uh, yes sir. Exactly, and he made they made a whole documentary off that, even though it was like twenty years, whatever, how many ever years later. Like, I don't get why you wouldn't want to like document your process and everything that you've been through. So when you're like 35, 40, 50, you can show like your kids like. Like, you know, there was a time where I was going through this shit. This is how I felt. This is how, how I got over it. And this is what I look like, like at this time. Like, I don't get why you would do that. Me personally. But I don't know. I don't know about you. I feel like that really, I mean, for me personally, I feel like that comes from people being afraid of being judged. Because like, oh, what am I doing? That's so important that I need to document it. I'm not doing anything important. But in my head, I kind of do miss logging because I remember that me and you, we used to do vlogs uh, over a few or like a week or two yeah, over summer. Like a week or two. <laughs> yeah, for a week or two. And I feel like we just fell off because we were doing it for the wrong reasons. For me, oh. I was doing it for just for just to see how it goes and see if I liked it. And I did like it. But if you for me, it's like if you miss one day, the momentum's all off. And that's just the hard thing to get, like get the momentum yeah. and keep doing interesting things or things to fill your time while you vlog. Yes, that's why because I didn't like one day you'd be like doing nothing for the whole day and you're like well what can i vlog about this i yes. did literally nothing yes exactly so basically uh the whole idea is i didn't like vlogging because 
I didn't want to work for the content. I wanted like the content to work for me. Like I didn't want to be like, like you said, I don't like want to have to fill out my day. Like, Oh, I gotta, I, I want to fill out my day just so I can record. And I felt like recording every aspect of my day was like taking away from the true meaning that I was like two true things I was doing that, that day. So that's why I didn't like doing it because I was like, okay. Was, for me, I'm the opposite. I kind of enjoyed that. It helps me be in the moment, even though the moment's over. Because even to this day, I have some vlogs of me going to Disneyland. And I'm just remembering events that happened in Disneyland with my friends that I met through video games. Yeah. That were like once, I hope not, once in a lifetime experiences. I hope I have those experiences again, but just seeing them on YouTube because that's where they're at. It's just yeah. mind boggling for me because like, oh, I'm there again. And if I just like, really try like i can tr imagine how it felt and just be back in that moment just watching it through my camera yeah i mean no I, I understand that but what i'm trying to get at is like it wasn't like an everyday thing for me personally like would it be like a maybe a once a week or twice a week maybe but not like every day i know people like do it every day but like it wasn't for me i actually want to do that again i want to start vlogging again every day every day every day because if you think about it, you know how people journal every day, like, oh, my day went like this, or for today, I plan on doing these things. It could be just another way of journaling. Yeah. You know what's cool? Like, those, uh, those videos, like the day in the life videos, those are, pretty, those are pretty cool. Not for the reason, because... Like, You're going to have to give me a few people who do day in life videos, because I don't know how they look like anymore. So when I was on TikTok, I mean, this is a while back, I don't know, like... I don't know what my feed is going to show me, like, if I log in right now. But, like, they're pretty cool, like, but the, they're pretty cool in the, in, the, in the aspect or, like, the way that they're created. Like, if you ever just sit there and watch it and not just think about the content, but just think about how much work went behind actually creating it. Like, those day in the life videos are crazy. Like, you got to place the camera down, uh, pretend like you're getting out of bed, stretch, and then put the camera at a different angle, make your bed. Uh, fix your pillows or whatever. Uh, record yourself taking a shower, and uh, record yourself backing out of your garage, and then coming back, getting the camera, and then closing the garage, driving off, coming back, getting the dude. It's a lot of dude. It's a lot of work that goes into this. I w I would not be able to do that if I had like the money to pay somebody to do that. Like like uh, somebody like you know here's like five grand a month. Just walk around with me. You're gonna make this cool content. We're gonna kill shit. Hell yeah. But like me by myself, no, nope, I could never do that. Like I'm very like I want to be like, like I was telling someone this uh, the other day. Like I like things where I don't have to think about it much. Like if I have to, like get something for someone or meet up with someone or have like a, uh, like like a task I'm working towards. Like the less I can think about it, the better it is for me. Not in a bad way. Like oh, I don't want to like focus on it. I just want to like procrastinate. But like I want to simplify things. Like I don't want to like focus on it too much. Because I create this like mental list in my head and everything is like on that list and I know what I'm going to do. But at the same time, it's just like, I can't do that if I have to like put extreme focus in one area. So I like, if I have deadlines in my head, like it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It just works in a weird way. It works, but it works in a weird way. I don't know if you're like picking up what I'm putting down. No, it makes sense. You like the idea, you like the process, but you know yourself and you know that you can't be a part of that process because you don't know you don't have or you don't know what it takes to reach that thing yet you don't have enough reps it takes in extreme that. focus 
mean, it, it takes the extreme dedication for that craft because yes. a lot of those people who do those super fans today in the life, they're not fully focused in the same things that you're focused in because you're focused fully at the gym, your career and working. And those creative type of people, they think your lifestyle could be just another repetitive thing. Like, oh, you go to the gym, you go to work and you're focused on money. That's kind of a boring way to live. They like to live a lot more creatively. They like risking or not risking. They like putting their crazy foot forward and do something new. At the end of the day, I don't like those day in the life videos because they're over edited, over edited. That's really hard to say. Yeah, I don't like the crazy I, I mean, edits that they do. I because I, I see like them. Yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, it's like what you're in there for. For me, the crazy edits are like, oh, you did you really wake up at four a.m. or did you wake up at three thirty to get the angle right and then pretend you woke up at four a.m. Like, how many crazy angles you're going to do to show exactly. us? Exactly, this, this is a lot of work. Life. That's what I'm trying to say. There's a lot, a lot yes, of work that goes I, I agree. This. It's a lot of work. You need the crazy passion for it. But for yeah. me, I like the, I like vlogs. The pick that up the camera and record. Yeah, pick up the camera, record. Like, oh shit, I just woke up hella late. Like, I'm still in my bed, and I woke up dead as like two minutes ago, and I don't want to get up, but I have to go get up, and this is what I'm going to do today or try to do today, and then you see a cut frame and. Next thing you see is them like at the store. They're like, "Oh fuck, I forgot to record today. It's like 3 p.m. Day is almost over." My bad, guys. Those are my favorite type of vlogs because it gives you a human element to it. Because you're like, "Oh shit, they forgot." That's totally human of them, and it gives off a lot. To me, at least, it gives a more genuine feel to the vlog. They're not trying too hard because they're doing this every day, right? They still like it. You still have the passion behind it, but. It's more human. It's not more post productions. It's not more edits. It's all about the person that you're in for. You're watching a person's life unfold in front of them and in front of yourself too. To your point, why do you think it's like this is why like when uh content creators or like uh social like influencers uh they get so when they get so big, they lose some of their following. And that's one of the reasons because when they're small they don't have much or like, you know, most of the ones that I follow, they don't have much, you know, they're so like super relatable. Like they're buying their regular like groceries and everything from where their viewers buy it from like Walmart and like your regular, like, you know, retail stores or whatever. But when they get big and then, you know, they're going to all these fancy stores ordering online, they're like, oh, they switched up. Like I can't relate to that anymore. Like then let's just stop watching. And I know me personally, like I've done that a few times. It's like, this this person's super relatable. Oh, this person's a bit like me, so I'm gonna watch their gym videos and their diet advice. But then, like, once they get super big and then they start taking like you know steroids and PEDs, I'm like, I can't like I literally can't relate anymore. So like, it doesn't make sense for me to watch it anymore, you know? So there's that aspect to it. Yeah, and I feel like that aspect that comes from audience focus. Like, what does the audience that they pulled in want? Because it's you could truly have the same type of creator get big and not change. There's a few people like that still, but there's a lot more people who change for their audience. Like, oh, I got super big, so now I have to do big dog, big dog things. I have to go to this expensive store. I have to go get this expensive car and just make my life look cool for the camera instead of like stay genuine and just stay having a good life that you wanted to do. Exactly, because because you need something to record every day, so you have to like outstep your boundaries every single day. You have to do something bigger and better every single day. 
and that's what I don't like about some uh, some YouTubers. That's why I felt like I feel like I fell off of YouTube because I was seeing just a lot of that personally. I was like, this person got too big, and now he's not really doing it for his own so personal reasons. He's doing it more for the audience to keep the audience to keep the the popularity. Yeah, which sucks, but it's. I mean, I'm still on YouTube, just not with vlogs. I watch mostly like informative videos. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot more niches on YouTube, and it's a lot easier to get a higher a higher follower count or subscriber count. But it's still very difficult. There's more people you can reach, but it's a lot harder to get them. Is what I want to say. That's the pod for today, guys. Uh, oh, lemon and lime. I hope everybody has a great night and uh, take care of yourselves. <laughs>